0: All righty, welcome to tonight's episode of Rightly Divide, and as as I always say every week, and no, he is not paying me to say this, but if you missed out on John Feldhouse's episode of Epignosis, it was really good. He got into the Founding Fathers, and um, I felt smarter after listening. I feel smart more smart every time I listen to his episodes. I don't know if I can say the same thing about mine, but anyways, uh, listen to his episode. It it was released Friday. So if you missed out, go watch it, uh, listen to it. It was really good. But anyways, we're going to talk about when Christians say, I have to love them, but I don't have to like them. And this is usually said by Christians who, don't like the person they don't care for the person and they they say i have to love them but they don't really do anything to indicate that they actually do love them either so it's actually they don't love them or like them but those are two phrases that contradict each other and we're gonna get into the scripture but uh, it says in john three sixteen, for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. So the Greek word for that is agapao, and means to love, but according to the Thayers, um, when it concerns people, to welcome, to entertain, to be fond of, to love dearly. Now why that's significant in this portion of scripture in John 3.16 is that the world was messed up. The world was doing things con- contradictory, contradictory of God's righteousness and holiness. They were sinful. Man was sinful. Um, like wh- There was nothing in the world that showed anything worthy of God's love. But God, it says, if you insert the definition, God was fond of and loved dearly the world. So much that he gave his only begotten son. It's so like, why would God do that in the midst of all those things people were doing and saying at the time, and even today? It's probably it's it's arguably worse now, especially with everything going on in the U.S. and around the world. Why would God do that? Why would God send his son for us? That's the beauty of it: that this type of love will. Be fond of people and will love dearly people that even in the midst of what they're doing. And according to 1 John 4, 10 through 12, here in his love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought also to love one another. No man hath seen God at any time. If we love one another, God dwells in us and his love is perfect in us. So, those two phrases contradict one another, which is, I, I have to love them, but I don't have to like them. When you have God's love in you, you're fond of that other person. So this is where, this is the strongest argument. There's, there's plenty of other scriptures that we can go over, but I'm not going to because it's going to take too long. I have to keep my 15 minute rule because I've been breaking every time, but listen to what it says. Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought also to love one another. How many have heard other Christians say, man, God's love is so infinite, which it is, but I could never love at that level. Okay. In verse 11, if God so loved us, that Greek word in there is the same Greek word when it says we ought also to love one another. So both are the same Greek word. That means we're able to love other Christians, even the world, but other Christian brothers and sisters, the same that God loved us. God loves you a lot. If, if God so loved us, we ought also need to demonstrate and have that love of God towards others. So I, I get it. Like, I'll be the first person to say that I get annoyed at other Christians sometimes. But we can't say, I love them, but I don't like them. That's not biblical. When other Christians start to annoy you or start doing things that make you mad, you need to let it go because that's what God loves does. God's love does. Now, this is another teaching about God's forgiveness. I don't have time to go into that. But if you're walking in forgiveness, Part of God's love is walking in forgiveness. So if the thing that will affect God's love in you is when you start harboring hatred or anger towards other Christians. So to, to keep that God, godly love in you, you have to forgive and let go of things that Christians are doing to you that are annoying you or, or hurting you. You got to let it go. You got to forgive and let it go. And that's how you keep that godly love in you. You might say, man, I'm not fond of this person right now. Well, it's because you have not forgiven and let it go. Uh, You got to keep your heart pure and you got to keep your heart in forgiveness. And that's how you will not get into that. That's how you won't start saying, I have to love them, but I don't have to like them. You can't be saying that. But if you keep your heart in forgiveness towards other Christians, you will have that God you will be fond of and love dearly other people. It's right when you start harboring negative or anger or bad feelings towards other Christians. That's when it's like, okay, well, that's when I know. Once you, once you start saying that phrase, I have to love, but I don't have to like, that means you have some ill will towards that other Christian and you need to let it go. So um, I'll stop right there. This is a a record. <laughs> Of how fast I debunk something, but if you disagree, write in the comments on the um, Verity Talk page after you listen, and uh, we'll we'll have a debate. Just cannot not debate. But if it turns into debate, then it does. But God bless you, and um, I will see you Wednesday for the next episode of Verity Talk. Have a good night.